it's my pleasure to have you join us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Coming up in just a few minutes, there's some real dirty stuff going on with payday loans. I'm going to fill you in. And later, Americans overwhelmingly want it to be public policy in the United States to have paid time off for having the birth of a baby for the mom and the dad. 80% of Americans want that. But does that make sense economically? I'm going to give you some perspective on that in just a little while. So I want to talk about some things that I want you to consider doing to protect your identity and your finances. And some of these things are more geared towards travelers, but I think they really benefit all of us. So I want to take different things and talk about ways to handle them better. Number one, email. We kind of ended up organically using whatever email we use and all the rest. I would like to recommend to you that you change old habits and establish a new email address that you use for all commercial activities, that you separate your, your email out rather than having a big jumbled mess of emails as companies, as I shared with you recently, companies are making a big push to connect with you through email is they try to not feel like they're a captive of the various social media services. So email is going to become an even more intense activity from companies. So for organizations you may be a member of or interested in or follow, for businesses, anything non-personal, I would set up a separate email. Because what you want to do first and foremost is you want to protect the integrity of your personal email and also be able to not miss messages that when you get so many, you can miss a personal message in your email. Some people take it a step further and do a third email address for work or work activities that's different than one maybe issued by a corporation, but a lot of people have that corporate one. If you're looking for where to establish an email, if you're looking for privacy, particularly for personal communications, I recommend ProtonMail. ProtonMail is a Swiss email service. I think it's from Switzerland. Anyway, with ProtonMail, free to use, but very secure. Second thing that is a suggestion that first was made to me by a listener, and I've really thought it through, and it's really, really smart. When you, as more and more of us do, pay bills, in many cases, with a credit card, have a credit card that you use only for paying bills that you can pay by credit card. So you don't use it when you're out and about. You don't use it for shopping. You use it only for bills you pay. This is the reason this is important is cards being compromised. 
if you're using a card out and about, it gets compromised. All your bill pays get messed up that you may have set up to pay automatically on a card. And remember this, paying a bill automatically by credit card is a whole bunch safer than ever paying any bill automatically by debit card or by allowing somebody to ACH debit your checking account. With an ACH or paying with a debit card, you're waiving most consumer protections that you have by using a credit card for those. But actually physically separating where you have a card that's just devoted to things you pay electronically is really a great way to provide an additional layer of protection for you. And if you are someone who is sensitive about giving out your phone number, there's something that's often called a burner number, like a Google Voice number you can get for free, that you have a number that you use as your phone number with people you aren't sure you can trust. There's something recommended potentially for people who are meeting someone they met on an online dating platform or something like that, or any other situation where protecting the privacy of your own phone number, it's something you should do. And I know I want to step back for a second and say that the things I just talked about, they all look at life from a, a neutral to negative perspective. And that's not where my head really is at. I, I'm a very optimistic person at times, unrealistically optimistic. It's just my nature. But there are times that life calls for layers of protection because there are people who are not necessarily good people who you will interact with from time to time. Debbie's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Clark. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So, Debbie, this is pretty outstanding. You are about to join the roughly one-third of Americans who live in a home they own. Yes, I'm excited. And part of the reason I can do that is because I've got a car that I have driven and it now has 290,000 miles on it and it's still going. That's great. Now what kind of vehicle has taken you almost 300,000 miles? It's a Toyota Highlander four-cylinder and it has an engine that won't stop. The only thing I've replaced is a radiator. Well how about you? Great. So you save so much money when you just keep driving and driving and driving a particular vehicle. And this is proof of the pudding is that money you would have been paying towards a monthly car payment, instead you could devote to extinguishing your mortgage. Yes. Well, how can so that I be of do... service to you? Because this is fantastic. I should ask you before I even ask you what you called me about, what, what are you going to do with the surplus money that you're now going to have every month? I'm going to put some of it towards retirement, and then some of it I'm going to use to just to put towards uh, things that I believe in, uh, you know, companies that I'm, you know, con- places where I could contribute the money to where they could use it usefully. All right. So you're completely blowing that answer because one thing I want you to do is I want you to go take 
at least one month of what would have been a mortgage payment and just do something fun for yourself. You you earned it. You deserve it. We'll do that. I, I want to go on a river cruise, and that's probably there we another... Go. See, now we're talking. Now we're talking because you set in place the building blocks of really great finance so that now you have the freedom to do something you'd really enjoy. And so if a river cruise is it, go on a river cruise. Are you going to do Danube or something like that? That's what I'd like to do, but I need to know, is it possible to get any deals on last-minute ones, like just booking them like a month out? Oh, yeah, well, it all depends. A lot of cruise lines now try to avoid offering last-minute deals to try to get people to book earlier. The more important thing with a river cruise is that you go on the edges of the season when they're not as in high demand, and you'll see big differences in those prices if you go right when the the, uh, first sailings are in the spring or the last ones in September, October. There's an advantage to September, October, in that September and October, the back end tends to be warmer than the front end, even though you have less daylight. That sounds like a good time to go. So I'm so glad I found something that you can do where you're just going to reward yourself and have fun. But that's not even what you called me about, is it? Right. I had heard where people were getting their houses where people were putting mortgages on them. And I was a little worried if I pay mine off, if I could be any way that I could make sure that didn't happen. Not really. But the good news is as ridiculous and ugly as that crime is, it is extremely rare. Uh, one of the reasons oh. criminals have been able to do it is because of a lot of counties around the country have very antiquated record-keeping systems, and criminals have been able to exploit that. But it is a still a rare thing, and the odds that it would happen to you are so unlikely. Do you have owner's title insurance? Yes, I do. So not the lenders, you've got the full owners. I, I think. Well, that, you know what, I guess I'll have to check that. All right, I would like for you to check that because I really like for you to have an owner's title policy. And it there is always the risk that someone would do this, but I'm telling you, it is something that is a extremely unlikely event, and there are hassles involved with unwinding the fraud that may have taken place but I would not lose sleep over that. Do you think um, freezing all my credit reports would help in that not happening? Yes. So, okay. um, the, but the, that is an automatic. But the second thing is a lot of times in these equity stripping operations, they file false paperwork that the property has been sold. Oh, and so okay. uh, credit freeze doesn't necessarily prevent that. But again, I want to tell you that these circumstances are so rare. Just celebrate and enjoy the fact that you're mortgage debt-free, and don't fret about this. You'd have to have, like, the worst luck in the world to just pay off your home, and suddenly an equity stripper comes along and tries to file a false mortgage against your property and steal money. David's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, David. Hi, Clark. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing great. Uh, I have a... Uh, I'm a long-time listener, and I have a, I'm have really honored to be able to talk to you. Well, great to have you here. 
So my, I guess uh, my issue, what I'm calling you about, is uh, the cell towers. And because um, I listened to your CES broadcast about the 5G network going up, and um, we're already kind of concerned about the 3 and 4G uh, towers and um, the, uh, you know, the, the effects they have on, on us. And now the, the 5Gs are going to go up, which is, uh, as I understand, are going to be higher frequency and more of a concern. So, And there's going to be a zillion little, uh, like, micro transmitters, if you will, right. as part of the new ultra-high-speed networks. So you're worried about the... Uh, the people have worried about for decades whether or not these technologies will cause cancer. Right. And so you're concerned as we adopt 5G that it could lead to a big increase in cancer rates? Well, cancer, and, and um, that, that's, that's mainly it. You know, if you, if you research it online, you know, there's a lot of um, websites you can go to where they talk about um, the, the reality of that. And when you think about these big corporations like AT&T and Verizon and the others, um, if, if they were to come out and say, hey, you know, this is cancer causing definitely, so we're going to have to make changes or take away the towers or whatever, um, I just feel like the likelihood of that happening is, are, is pretty slim. How about zero? Uh, yeah. <laughs> As uh, the head of T-Mobile calls them, Dumb and Dumber, AT&T, and, no, that's Verizon, AT&T, I got to get the order right, are never going to willingly admit, as neither would T-Mobile, that right. there was a cancer risk to either the, the phone you hold or the technology, the towers and transmitters that bring cell service to you. Mm-hmm. But as far as... Uh, as my knowledge in this area, I profess basic ignorance. I've, you know, I've read a lot of the stories about it, and I am completely unqualified to speak on the issue of the dangers of either using a cell phone or just the underlying architecture itself if it creates danger. So I, you know, I don't know how all this is going to play out, except I can tell you that uh, the European Union is much more uh, health and safety conscious today than we are, as are our neighbors to the north in Canada. And I think you're going to see whatever definitive research might be established is going to come from Europe or from Canada and uh, not from us in the United States. There's an ugly scandal brewing about the payday loan industry There's an agency of the federal government that, in surveys, proves to be intensely popular with the American people, and that's the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that protects you as a consumer from abuses by banks, credit card companies, uh, any of a number of players in the financial services industry, and payday lenders. Well, there are some people involved trying to get the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, to get out of doing any oversight or any restrictions on these brutal, abusive payday loans that are made to people who are desperate for money, lending them money without disclosing the interest rate. The interest rates, just so you know, tend to be 300 to 800%, more often around 550 or 600%. I don't know anybody out looking for a 600% interest loan. 
But the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is relying on, according to the New York Post, is relying on witness expert testimony from a finance professor who is on the payroll of the payday lending industry. Dirty, rotten scoundrels. We have the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau for one reason. The sometimes criminal behavior and dishonest behavior that happens from time to time from financial industry players. Most who do everything as they should by the book. But there needs to be a cop on the beat. And you tell me what cop on the beat would be doing yippee over people paying 300 to 800% on loans. I'm so glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and stretching every dollar of that wallet of yours. So I want to talk to you about something that we have a consensus among the American people that is an overwhelming consensus that parents of newborns should have access to paid time off from work. And the amount of time that Americans in polling seem to think is about right is that you should get three months paid time off as a father or mother when you have a new child. So you have full time to bond and you don't have to worry that you have to go back to work right away. And even though the public overwhelmingly is for this, somebody's got to pay for it. And it would be corporate America paying for it. Uh, most companies have chosen not to. And the reality is, is even if the feds mandated that you receive this paid time off, it would only apply to less than half the American people, half of the American workers. Because so many people work for smaller enterprises that flat out could not afford to do it or that legally would not be required to because they'd fall below a threshold that it would not be required of them. So many mandates do not apply to smaller businesses because they wouldn't be able to survive. But then there's another factor. So many of us work in that never-never land uh, being not an employee but not truly an independent contractor. And if we don't work, we don't get paid. Benefits are on us and all the rest. So... This is a really tough one to figure out as a country. What do we do? Because we're the only developed country, the only one that doesn't have as standard practice that parents of a newborn receive this paid time off. So there's always the, the tough thing, who would pay? And if you said, well, let's make it a benefit that the government pays for, we already have a massive budget deficit in the country. We already don't have enough money to pay for the benefits that we have. So I look at it this way. And I guess this is that whole libertarian leaning thing that I'm crazy enough to be about. But that we allow the marketplace to sort this out as companies realize in order to retain very qualified people, 
that if they really do truly value workers and the corporation has the resources to do so, that the corporation does it as a way to attract and retain qualified people. And I realize that still leaves so many people without the benefit. But as much as the overwhelming percent of American people think that this should be something that is a right, the problem is the money and where would the money come from. It's time for David to join us here on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, David. Hello, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, David. You're looking out for your daughter. What's happening? Uh, recently got married and has moved out, and now comes car insurance. So, most important question, do you like your new son-in-law? Very much so. I'm blessed. Great. I'm blessed. Great. Yeah. You know, it's funny when I ask that question, and a mom or dad will say, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm blessed. It was uh, walking her down the aisle was uh, one of the best moments of my life. You know, I had that same experience last spring when I walked my oldest down the aisle. It was just a very, very special moment. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, they're moving out uh, car insurance. Uh, she's. 25, he's 23, both very young, responsible, good credit, one car with a loan, one is owned outright. Any suggestion, I value your knowledge and opinion and advice. So she's in the safe zone. For him, it's a disaster. (laughs) Because, you know, for, uh, for anyone under 25, and particularly for a guy, the chances of uh, reckless behavior behind the wheel, the chances of an accident, they're both so much higher that just by guilt by association, being a 23-year-old guy, his wallet gets demolished for auto insurance. So the car that's paid for, how old is it? It's uh, 2010. uh, 2010. Right, so maybe still has too much value to just buy liability coverage. But normally that's the triage I recommend is that uh, her vehicle being newer, having a loan, that she would have full coverage on it, but have absolutely the minimal, the liability only on the 2010 and you roll the dice a little because you'd have no coverage to repair it in the event that there was an accident that was his fault. Also, um, insurers treat people in their early 20s very differently one from another. Some insurers treat any male under 25 just brutally from beginning driving age, depending on the state, 16, 17, 18, up to 24 and one minute before turning 25. And other insurers actually more adapt as somebody gets older and older towards 25. So I'd strongly recommend that they get quotes from multiple companies. Do you recommend any? Well, I recommend two companies only because 
Consumer Reports and J.D. Power say they're the best insurers year after year, but they're not necessarily going to be the cheapest in this situation, and that's Amica Mutual and USAA. Are either of them a Costco member? Uh, yes, they are. So Costco has is in a very aggressive partnership with an auto insurer, and it's only available, the deals are only available to Costco members, and be worth a stab to see what the quote would be from them. And I have no real opinion on that auto insurer, just okay. whether they're okay. good or bad. But right now, they're just dealing with sticker shock. Right. I'm looking at rates, and they're talking, you know, $2,800 a year for the two of them. Now, actually, for someone who's a 23-year-old driver, that doesn't sound like, at first glance, like a huge amount of money. Because when, when my middle child became a legal driver, just what it added to our insurance was more than that. The dilemma. The dilemma. Okay. Well, I, I was just curious if, uh, if you had any advice or any particular uh, insurer to go to. And um, No, I you know, I, I don't because it is a tough, tough thing. And the circumstances will change so much the second he turns 25, as long as there's no accidents or tickets, the math will change significantly the second that does happen. Matt's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Matt. Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Matt. So you're getting to take a sabbatical. That's right. A month, four weeks off the grid. How about you? Wow. We are very excited. but Of course I'm very excited. (laughs) Well, we are too, but we have no idea what to do. I don't know if it's fear of missing out or or what, but we are just, we've thought about just about everything, but but nothing's really sticking yet. So I thought. Well, what do you love doing the most? Well, to be honest with you, uh, we kind of get in situations when we take vacation where we come back more tired than uh, we left. So I, I think something where we're talking maybe 70-30 with relaxing versus adventures. And, uh, Thailand. Having, you know, going I'm sorry? Thailand. Thailand. Thailand, really? Yeah, yeah. when you tell me you want, uh, you want some mix of relaxation, something that's really different, uh, stuff that would be really fun to do it, and reasonably affordable even to get there. There's been so many f- fair wars to Thailand. It's my favorite country in the world other than wow. maybe Chile. I'd say those two. Wow. The top so of my how, how far? How far would we be talking travel-wise to make it out there? Uh, where in the United States are you? I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. So be prepared for a couple of days travel to get there and get back. But you got a whole month off. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. Well, what if that's a little too far for us? Oh, where is your spirit of adventure? Oh, I I don't know. You know, the only thing I know about Thailand, that's where the Hangover movies were filmed, right? So I think just one of them. The first one, the one that did really well that was not the ripoff redo was in uh, Las Vegas, I think. Oh, I gotcha. So I actually knew a popular culture reference. What happened? Wow. Okay. So so I'd say next would be potentially Costa Rica. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, because and Costa about- Rica gives you also the combination of as much relaxation as you want with a lot of neat things to see and doesn't, I mean, neither, no place in the world pretty much takes you completely off the grid anymore, but your mentality shifts when you're in these countries where even though you have access to the internet, uh, mostly, I mean, some places hit or miss and you've got the ability to stay in touch and communicate, you just start to chill in ways that you don't elsewhere. Well, how, as far as safety goes, is that anything to be concerned with? Um, you know, very, uh, very, very, very little crime in Costa Rica. And, um, as far as Thailand, um, I'm not aware of any issues that I've heard from anybody with crime. I got you. And in hospitals, if something happens, we're okay. Uh, we're not going to. So in Thailand, Thailand is a big medical tourism market. So they have these hospitals for uh, wealthy Europeans, Australians, and Americans that people actually go there electively to have medical procedures done that are done at world standards, but at much lower cost than they are in other countries. And so I'd feel fine there. Costa Rica has a large American and Canadian community and has especially very good dental care. Um, I assume the medical care is good there as well. But what you could do, how soon is your sabbatical? Well, we're not sure. We think it's going to be summer. So, um, All right, so I'm going to make a crazy suggestion. You sound very careful, and I'm going to be like way outside your comfort zone. Uh, you're not going to want to run to Thailand for a short trip to see how right I am that you should be going there. So instead, take a, a trip down to Costa Rica, you know, find some package, go down there for a weekend or four or five days, check it out and see if that is where you'd really treasure and value having your sabbatical. Okay. And again, the reason, the reason I mentioned those two destinations is they really do have that mix of you being able to explore and do things and at the same time have just amazing beauty and the ability to relax as much as you're mentally able to. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Peter is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Peter. Hey, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Peter. So you have a question for me that is one that gets really complicated sometimes. So let's see if I can be of service. So... 
quick background. I just graduated college a couple months ago, and I got a good job here in New York City. Contributing to my 401k and the Roth IRA, but my employer also provides the HSA option. I enrolled in it, and I'm putting in small amounts of money. My question is, I've heard that you can use that money for a tax advantage if you contribute, contribute, and any medical expenses, related expenses that I have, I pay with cash, and later on in the future, I can then pull out that money as a tax advantage. I wonder to see if that's a real thing. Peter, how old are you that you know that whole drill? I am 24, Clark. All right. Fantastic. What did you major in in college? Because nobody ever explains that as clearly as you just did. <laughs> I graduated with uh, electrical engineering and a minor in math. Okay. So, uh, believe it or not, contributing the max you are allowed each year into that HSA is a more valuable contribution on your part than contributing to your Roth IRA. The HSA is triple tax advantaged with a likely upfront tax benefit where you use pre-tax dollars, the money grows tax-free, and then is spent tax-free as if the money that went in at first was after-tax dollars. So it's even superior to a Roth. And if you're able to pay your deductibles out of pocket then the HSA money just grows and grows and grows over the years and becomes a massive benefit later in your life. You know, in retirement, which is at 24, we're talking about something half a century away, I guess. Not quite half a century, but a long time from now. Um, In today's dollars, typical retiree will have somewhere around maybe a quarter million dollars in healthcare expenses, they end up paying for usually with after-tax dollars. You would be able to pay for it with before-tax dollars, but be able to have all that growth over the years and spend it tax-free. So with the plan, that would only work if I put it into uh, get enough funds to put it into an actual investment and not just let it sit in the kind of HSA money market. Kind exactly, of market, right? exactly. And so if your employer puts up some money, they likely make you put it into their chosen HSA plan. But to get to the max, open your HSA with Fidelity Investments or they have a small competitor called Lively, L-I-V-E-L-Y, and it's livelyme.com. And both Fidelity and Lively have no-fee HSAs, which is unique in the HSA industry. And in particular with Fidelity, you can put your money in any of their zero-cost investment funds or low-cost funds and have that HSA money grow at enormous rates all through the years. It's a tremendous opportunity for you figuring all this out at 24. And Peter, I'm sure you're going to have a great financial future. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.